coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. And a happy Friday to you and yours. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been on top of the Cop City story as much as I probably should be and should have been all along. So it's been notably absent from any segments on this show up to this point. And for some reason, over the last few days, well, I'll say why. Uh, obviously, there was uh, a scuffle and a protester lost his, I'm sorry, lost their life in this scuffle. Uh, presumably unarmed, although who's it's hard it's hard to say really, because a state trooper who showed up to handle the protest was shot by somebody. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation is still investigating this. There has been scant information released to local or national media about this. And yet, uh, a protester by the name of Tortuguita passed away, was killed, shot. The thing is, and this is, this is why I've been sort of in the fog about how to handle this story or even broach it, again, from a lack of information, honestly, it's a very complex story. There's land swaps. There's uh, the city of Atlanta owning a ton of property, more than 3,000 acres in an unincorporated area of DeKalb County outside of Atlanta city limits. It's unincorporated. And yet the idea for many years, I want to say back to 2015, 16, 17, was that the city was going to set that aside for one of the largest urban park environments in the nation. One of those down the road, we'll get to it, we'll incorporate this into the city, it's going to be wonderful, way down the road sort of scenarios. The problem is, the protests occurring on this park property are largely being done by folks who aren't even from Atlanta, let alone the state of Georgia. So, and, and it's out in the woods, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So this isn't something we drive by every day. It's not something we hear about every day. And yet, because we have an officer-involved shooting, well, we assume an officer-involved shooting, and we have one dead protester, a passionate, spoke-like-Gandhi kind of, you know, individual, Tortuguita here, they spoke of nonviolence frequently to any media that would cover the story, and that's just it. There's been very little coverage of this story. I, I, I suspect we're going to start hearing a lot more about this very soon. And, and I know I, I fall into the category of, I just don't know enough about this story to speak of it or even have an opinion of it. Now, in general, I'm, I'm not... I'm not one that would side with those who would chain themselves to a tree to save a tree, necessarily just to save a tree. 
I, I understand that sometimes trees have to go. I'd prefer they didn't. And there's a big story in the AJC today about how the, the tree canopy that the city is famous for being, the city in the forest, that we're losing a lot of that canopy, and it's, it is something to be concerned about. I, I, I love green space. I immerse myself in it as often as possible. I love to take hikes. love to take the bike out. So I guess I've, I feel like I've been the bad liberal here for not really being immersed enough in this story to take a side or to even take what I guess would be ideologically the correct side for me to take. Because at the same time, while only a third of that land that had been set aside has now been spun off, the former mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, said, okay, well, we can... We can set this, uh, this, this parcel aside for a police training center. There's actually very little information about what kind of training center we're looking at here. And since that time, obviously, there's been a lot of civil unrest. There is an immense amount of distrust in law enforcement. Agree or disagree as to why, there is. There just is. And then you have this very situation Wednesday where a state trooper was shot. Uh, Tortuguita, this protester, they were shot and killed. And now we have to wait on an investigation that tells us, wink, wink, what happened. Will there be trust in that investigation? Especially amongst protesters who already don't trust police. I mean, that's why they're here. They don't want to see a, a, a piece of land set aside for green space to instead go to use to train cops when the folks protesting already believe that American police departments, sheriff's departments, badged officers are already more militarized than they need to be. So, is APD looking to take that property to use it to teach de-escalation? Well, do you need 1,500 acres to teach de-escalation? One would think probably not. Is this piece of land going to be used to encompass mental health training? Do you need 1,500 acres to teach mental health training? One would think not. So there's a lot of ambivalence and the general public, and I admit to being that way myself, just not knowing enough about this story to be passionate about it. But I'm looking at a picture on Instagram, the Stop Cop City Instagram account, and I'm looking at Tortuguita. Tortuguita can't be 30 years old. This young person, passionate enough to leave their home city, their home state, Tortuguita is not from here. Just to make a statement, a nonviolent statement, who is then met with a violent end, is enough to trigger me to say, okay, I need to know more about this. I should know more about this. If for no other reason I want to know why Tortuguita had to, lost their, had to lose their life, for a cause they're so passionate about right here in my backyard, despite it not being their backyard. So on that note, 
I reached out to our friend, Melita Easters. She, of course, of the Georgia Win List, also a routine pundit on Fox 5 TV's The Georgia Gang. You can find that Sunday mornings, 8.30 to 9 a.m. on WAGA TV Fox 5. To catch us up on what this story is all about. And I meandered through this. I probably bludgeoned this story a little bit. I think she'll bring some clarity to it. It's also the 50th anniversary this weekend of the Roe v. Wade decision. And unfortunately, the Dobbs decision of last year essentially neutered that. And yet, there's still a lot of commemoration taking place in Washington, D.C. We have a, a march on Washington today. We'll get... We get a check of the temperature from her. The Georgia Wind List is uh, a, a political action group that promotes pro-choice women candidates. So we'll get a sense from her, I hope, where the mood is in Washington, locally. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth in courts with the Georgia six-week abortion ban, where that stands now. Even in South Carolina, a similar ban was struck down by that state's Supreme Court, and that state is almost solidly conservative. So I'm kind of curious what the differences are in their law and our law and why theirs was struck down and ours hasn't been, but the state Supreme Court says, well, while we adjudicate it or while we wait to adjudicate it, we want the law to stand. It's, It's all very curious and very murky. Melita Easters will join us uh, next segment, next couple of segments, actually, to talk about that. And then to wrap the show and for the week, I got to talk a little bit more about this pushback against learning about African-American studies and African-American history and why this push to demonize all of it as critical race theory is dangerous and how it just kicks the can down the road even further, perpetuates the societal ignorance of not only African-American history, but American history as it pertains to this nation's treatment of African-Americans and how that history, which isn't all ancient history, still has fingerprints on our societal discords today. So that's the Ron Show. That's that's the brunt of the Ron Show. Back with Melita Easters after this on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this. Oh, hey, you're still here. Hey, that's cool. Thanks for sticking around. Not only am I host of the Ron Show, I'm also Ron Roberts, real estate agent slash realtor with EXP Realty. That's right. I help folks buy and sell residential real estate in and around Metro Atlanta. And we've been through a crazy couple of years, have we not? Between COVID, the post-COVID market, the craziness, you could throw an open house on a souped-up tool shed and you would have cars lined around the block to come in and see it and throw an offer well over asking price. Well, those days are no longer a part of us and interest rates are a little higher than they were before. But I must say, it's still a great time to either buy or sell or both real estate, residential real estate in Metro Atlanta. Why buy? I tell tenuous buyers all the time, if you are renting right now, 
You are paying someone else's retirement accounts your money, and it might as well go to you. The cost of housing in Atlanta is not going to get cheaper. The population is going to continue to grow well into the 2040s, with nearly a million and a half new residents expected to come here. So you better get a house sooner rather than later. And if you can afford to buy an investment property, now if you already own your home, why not buy one nearby you as well and create some additional income that could be your retirement savings and you get to choose one of your new neighbors. Now, if you're thinking about selling, but you're thinking, oh man, I really missed out on that huge market in the past summer or two. Okay, yeah, sure. But the values aren't dropping. So you still got plenty you've earned just by owning what you're in and need to sell soon. Got questions? Feel free to hit me up. 843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Website rononthereal.com. That's me, Ron Roberts with EXP Realty.